I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here's your host, Timmy Abebefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. It is our number two of the Lombardi line here on the DraftKings Network. Femi Abebefe alongside Mike Palm, the VP of Operations here at the Circa Resort and Casino. Mike Pritchard, our recent NFL analyst, played nearly a decade in the National Football League, former first-round pick to the Atlanta Falcons and national champion with the Colorado Buffs. Gentlemen, we begin our number two with our Super Bowl thoughts. We obviously have been discussing this game throughout this week and throughout this show, but do you guys anticipate having a bet on the side or total in this game? Yes. I know, Prince, you said you're locked and loaded. You are? No, I'm not locked and loaded. No, no, Not no, yet, I, but, no. you, but you're... I will have a side, though. Um, really? Yeah, I'm waiting for injuries. I'm leaning towards Kansas City right now. Yeah, I was going to say, before you said that, yeah. it has to be Kansas City yeah. if you're looking at a side. Right, I am, yeah. be- because, <laughs> um, you know, when you look at some of the injuries, I, I think that's, you know, a concern that I have right now um, in terms of, you know, making a bet. I mean, I don't know if this line is going to move. I mean, it moved already, right? I think the market's kind of settled in now. If people ask in all these interviews, predict what the closing line is going to be, I'm still on one. Okay. I still think it closes one. Okay. Maybe one and a half. I I thought early it might get to a pick, but it's gone back up to two. But I think we're getting some San Francisco money early. Okay. And we'll get more Kansas City money next week. Because I was going to ask you, like, say, um, (laughs) you know, all these games, all, all all these you know, betters, known betters are coming. Mm-hmm. People that move the line are coming into town, right? And yep. so um, once they start to put their action around town, I mean, it, it, it's like I wanted to know if that line is going to move or not because are they signed? They're already signed up or are they going through proxies and all that? I mean, they're, they're pretty they're, much they're all. They're betting early, but remember the limits are lower now, yeah, now than what they're going to yeah, be next right, week right. or what you can get down. Right. And I mean, the opening number, yeah, you're getting a half point here and there, but you're going to take the majority of the big bets from okay. Friday and Saturday and Sunday morning yeah. next week. Okay. Why is that that the limits are lower for the Super Bowl when like we've known the matchup and it's like, there's not a whole lot of news that's going to come out that's going to surprise outside of... But you don't know in 10 days what the injury, to, right. to his point. Right. Who knows who's going to get hurt in practice? Do you, mm-hmm. do you know guys heal to, in two weeks? Yeah. You know, get time to heal, and are they going to, if they go, what percent are they going to be? There's just too much unknown even, even though yeah. we know these two teams, there's too much distance. So, for instance, they're staying out at Lake, like Las Vegas, right? This yeah. is known yeah. information. Uh, Kansas City's practicing at the Raiders facility. That's a shorter drive than going all the way to Gorman. From Lake Las Vegas. Ooh, that's like a long track. Right. Yeah. But it's police escort. Yeah. So, you know, you got to understand police escort. They'll get there when they get there. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if Gorman has grass fields. We know the Raiders facility. They have grass fields and they have indoor. But I don't know if Gorman has grass fields or not. And the 49ers are going to be practicing at Gorman. And so from a surface standpoint, you know, getting ready for grass fields over here at Allegiant, you know, I, I, I'm going to think about that a little bit, but uh, I, I think I, I, for that to get approved, I'm sure Gorman has some type of grass uh, situation. Yeah. 
or something that they have to have something that's like NFL standard. Yeah, that's up to their standards. So yeah, the the Niners have a little bit of a travel, but they are the official road team mm-hmm. in the game since the NFC is the away team. The AFC is the home team. Uh, the, 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 it's a synthetic field turf is what it is at, at Bishop Gorman. So how about their baseball? Field, they don't have though? grass fields at all. How about baseball? I, I would assume I mean, they have a, yeah. a grass baseball field. Yeah. Oh, I mean, gonna go tear up the outfield. <laughs> for a whole week I mean you would like to have practice on grass I would think if you're the 49ers right yeah um, I guess they're getting their grass practices in this week <laughs> at home but both teams will go ahead and travel on Sunday and they'll be here in Las Vegas and then we'll take off for Super Bowl week but I do want to talk to you guys though yeah. about Super Bowl MVP because we have some of the insights from our friends at DraftKings about what people have been betting. There's still a long way to go until next Sunday when the game actually kicks off, but the favorite is Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes at plus 120. 20% of the handle is on Mahomes, 12% of the bets. Travis Kelsey has the second most in terms of handle at 12 to 114%. McCaffrey plus 475. He's at 12% of the handle. Then Isaiah Pacheco at 30 to 1 at 9%. Then Brock Purdy at 5% of the handle at plus 225, despite being the quarterback of the favorite team. I think that's kind of interesting that Purdy is only 5% of the handle. Mike, you're looking at the those numbers a little bit funny. What because jumps how, out to how you? How does Kelsey win? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Mahomes is throwing him the ball. You could get a, a 49er receiver win because Purdy doesn't have the clout. You know what I'm saying to the, to the voters' mind? I just don't think – I'd draw a line through Kelsey. I'd draw a line through any other offensive player on the Chiefs. Well, the only thing about Kelsey, though, is is he a tight end or a receiver, right? And I think a lot of people Both. will say he's a receiver more um, because he's not really that – end the line tight end in the trenches true tight end yeah. i know it says his title yeah. says tight they end right split him out right right so wide receiver has made has won super bowl mvp i mean mm-hmm. uh edelman certainly off the top of the head um cooper cup a couple cooper years ago cup, um was it cooper yeah he it was, was cooper. should have been Aaron Donald, Should've but been cooper because <laughs> i think people change the vote in that elevator or something like that yeah. right mm, something um, going on. <laughs> hanging chat situation i don't know <laughs> but no kelsey if you treat him as a wide receiver i, I think he he gets there that way. You do. So you think that's you'd put it you'd take a shot at him at twelve to one? I would take a shot you at would. him at twelve to one, yeah. Really? I would. I mean he's a Hall of Famer in a in a Super Bowl, uh with the with the best quarterback in the world right now. I mean I I'd take a shot at that. Um I agree with you, Pritch. Yeah. I, I think know. Kelsey's I'll live. I'll lay. You can book. I'll book your. Book one. Okay. I'll book <laughs> your. Femi wouldn't bet. He's let the clock. I, I, he I let the bet, clock run out last week. I bet twenty-one and a half. I already bet twenty to one on Kelsey this week. So I, I don't. I don't need the twelve. <laughs> I'll give you eight to <laughs> one. How about eight to one? <laughs> if I'd have given you six to one at twenty-one and a half, would you have taken it last week? I'm so upset. Well, well <laughs> here's the here's the case for Travis Kelsey yeah. because Mahomes is trying to do something that no quarterback has ever done, and that's win three Super Bowl MVPs in your first three Super Bowl victories. Like no quarterback, because Montana, he didn't win it until the fourth Super Bowl. Then he won the third Super Bowl MVP. Brady didn't win it until he won his fourth Super Bowl. That's when he won the third one. It's it's hard to be three straight years with it being your first three to win that award. Like there's not as ton of voter fatigue as there is typically with the season long awards. But I do think you get a little bit of it when you've won those Super Bowls so close together. And Mahomes has been the guy for them in the, the two Super Bowls. Well, you can make an argument that Damian Williams probably should have won the first one, but they mm-hmm. gave it to Mahomes because he was the quarterback and then he won last year i think that with travis kelsey being as culturally relevant as he is dating the biggest megastar i think it's a thing to where if they have the game that they had this past sunday and he has 111 11 catches and a touchdown i think kelsey would have won super bowl mvp with that stat line that he had a week ago the game of his life i thought on 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 sunday it was was unbelievable he's always good in the playoffs look at all his playoff numbers he's like the most prolific pass catcher in playoff history I think 12 to 1 is too short. That's personally my opinion. Yeah. 20 to 1 is a different number. 20 to 1 is a different number. I, I, I don't hate it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I think there's a path because I know that a lot of people think that it's just 1 to 1. Chiefs win, it has to be Mahomes. The fact that he's already won two, mm. I think would be a little bit of a hang up for me to think that. Like last year, yeah. I agreed Chiefs win, it's Mahomes. This year, the way that Mahomes, his production hasn't been as gaudy as it's been in the past. I mean, last week he had 30 completions, he only had 200 something passing yards. Like, it's not the wow numbers that right. we're used to from Patrick Mahomes to where maybe somebody else can sneak in and win it. Pacheco, I think, is live as well at 30 to 1. Would you, look, would you ever look at a defensive player? Would you ever look yeah. at a Chiefs defensive player? 
in this market. I mean, Aaron Donald was going to win MVP. Should have won it. He should probably should have. Well, um, and he wrecks an offense. I mean, Chris Jones wrecks an offense. But is he going to be healthy, right? Um, you know, here's the interesting thing about Kelsey, though. Like, for instance, just tracking it in the playoffs, um, the Chiefs have 13 red zone opportunities. They, they converted touchdowns in six of them. Um, you know, you look at 49ers limited uh, with their red zone opportunities, but highly efficient, though, in the red zone, right? Five of six. Uh, but if you got 13, you produce 13 red zone opportunities against Miami, who wants Fangio, they designed their defense to stop you in the red zone. Uh, and then, you know, Buffalo uh, and then the Ravens. Kelsey's going to be a big part of that. You know, if they can matriculate like they've been doing and get into the red zone, he is a big part of what the Kansas City Chiefs need to do to be successful uh, in order to win this game. So I think he's live from that standpoint. No, I agree. And, and also to further that point there about the winning a third MVP in the third Super Bowl, because it has never been done. Brady and Montana didn't do yeah. it. Those are the only guys who have three plus Super Bowl MVPs. Listen to this stat line of Joe Montana in Super Bowl 23, the Super Bowl we were talking about with our buddy Solomon Wilcott in hour number one. Montana was 23 of 36 for 357 yards and two touchdowns. And he didn't win Super Bowl MVP. Like that to me, it just goes to show you how high the bar is. Now they gave it to Jerry Rice because he caught a majority of those passes. He had 200 receiving yards in that game and a touchdown. But I think that you just have to clear such a high bar to win that third one. I'll tell you Tom Brady's stats. Super Bowl 39, he'd already won two Super Bowl MVPs heading into that game. 23 of 33, 236, two touchdowns, no interception. They gave it to Deion Branch. He didn't even catch a touchdown. <laughs> right. He didn't even catch a touchdown in that game. Never they gave it to Deion Branch. yards, yeah. Because they just, like, the, yeah. the, the, the writers, I'll say this, are a little bit lazy. They want new stuff to write about. Mahomes winning another Super Bowl MVP is not new. Travis Kelsey being the person who's dating the biggest mega star right now in the in the world. That's a new story to write about that everyone's been talking about. It's been one of the biggest stories in the NFL this season. I think at 12 to 1, even at 12 to 1, I think Kelsey's an interesting look there for Super Bowl MVP if he has the game that he's been having the past couple of weeks. Uh, good luck to you on your ticket. <laughs> I, I didn't convince you. <laughs> I, I didn't get after all of that. I didn't convince Mike Paul. What about a DB? Would you look at a DB for the Chiefs? Is Larry Brown the last Larry DB to Brown? win it? Larry Brown. I, Super Bowl 30. Courtesy of Neil you O'Donnell. Two, two picks. You can yeah. get two picks right to in a game that's low scoring. He didn't even work scoring. to get those picks. No, <laughs> <laughs> Neil O'Donnell should have He just stood there. Yeah. Um, Dre Greenlaw, he got two picks against the Packers. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't run Bam Morris more. Bam Morris was running the ball well in that game. Yeah. Um, who, who would you? Who, who is the most interceptions on the Chiefs this year? Ooh. I would have to look it up. Yeah, I don't yeah, know it right. offhand. Yeah, it's like was it Legereus well, I mean, Sneed or somebody? Who knows? Brock, well, if, Brock gets yeah, discombobulated if, like he did on Christmas. Not only that, but <laughs> if I'm uh, if I'm looking defense, maybe San Francisco on that side, like uh, Greenlaw certainly. Yeah, Drake um, Greenlaw had two picks. Sure. Well, well, we'll break this down more in depth on the other side as we also bring in our buddy Chad Brown, who joins us next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my dance, <laughs> This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here's your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSN, the sports betting network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks, guarantee. And for a limited time, where you go to omahasteaks.com slash you will get your four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. This is the Lombardi Line here on the DraftKings Network. Mike Pritchard, Mike Palm, Femi Abebefe hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino on a football Friday. And joining us now as we continue our breakdown of Super Bowl 58 between the Niners and Chiefs, it's the one and only Chad Brown, former NFL All-Pro, now NFL analyst over at ESPN Radio. Chad's been joining us all throughout the season, and we appreciate it here this afternoon. Chad, thanks for the time as always. And we were talking about it in the last segment, wondering – if the Chiefs win, can anybody outside of Patrick Mahomes win Super Bowl MVP? Pritch and I think so. Mike Palm, he doesn't think so. What do you think? Can anybody unseat Mahomes if the Chiefs go ahead and get this victory? I think if Travis Kelsey puts together a 12-catch, 13-14-catch game, he certainly would be in the, in the running as well. But, yeah, I think if you're going to be you know, looking to lay some money, Patrick Mahomes has to be the overwhelming favorite if the Chiefs find a way to get the W. How about a defensive player, Chad? I mean, you were on the field when Larry Brown had that game for the ages in Tempe. Can we try to find somebody that can get two interceptions or four sacks? Why are you bringing up all stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose somebody like, like Nick Bosa could do that. He's got the ability to make some game-changing plays. So the defensive player is certainly a possibility. And we've seen it in the past with a, a Seahawks linebacker getting the MVP. Um, but with the offensive players, with the offensive firepower in this game, with the Travis Kelsey, with the Patrick Mahomes, with a Brandon IU, with a Christian McCaffrey, it seems more than likely it's going to be an offensive guy who's going to be named the MVP when this thing is done. Well, Chad, I mean, as a defender, though, I mean, it's like we, we often talk about offense when we're looking at these games and Super Bowl in particular and betting these games. But here you are as a defender and you're going to prepare for this game. You got two weeks uh, in terms of prep preparation. Is there enough time for wrinkles to kind of make an impact on this game from a defensive standpoint or as betters and as fans, should we think of this game as being a shootout? That's a good one, Pritch. That's a good question. Um, I think Steve Spagnuolo has done a tremendous job for this Chiefs team all throughout the, uh, the, the the playoff run. And then on the other side of the ball for 
San Francisco, they have really underperformed defensively. Um, so they've got to find a way to step their, their, their game up. Um, so I, I tend to think more shootout just because of the great head coaches and their offensive prowess. But in the end, man, uh, I, I, I suppose I could see the Chiefs stepping up in a bigger way than I could actually see the 49ers defense stepping up. We're hanging out with Chad Brown here, a three-time Pro Bowler, former All-Pro, an NFL player, now analyst for ESPN Radio. I want to stay on that topic, though, Chad, because you mentioned how the Niners' defense is sort of underperformed. You look at that front seven. I mean, it's loaded with a bunch of talented players, Nick Bosa, Hargrave, Armstead, the linebackers, whether it's Warner or Greenlaw. Why do you think they're having so much trouble stopping the run? Like, What do you think is the root cause behind that? I think from a philosophical standpoint, I did a coaching internship out there in San Francisco and Chris Kacerik, the defensive line coach, he is all about penetration. He is all about getting into the backfield. He's all about rushing the quarterback. So I think for those defensive linemen, um, their mindset is not necessarily to go out there and be stout run stuffers. They want to get penetration. And once you start getting penetration as a defensive line, Offensive coaches are smart. They'll run traps. They'll do things to take advantage of that aggressive mindset. So I'm not saying the time for that defensive style, particularly from a defensive line standpoint, is done within the NFL. But I I think teams are beginning to catch up to that style. The wide nine techniques from the ends allows off-tackle runs to happen. The defensive interior linemen, when they get penetration to the backfield, that sets them up for traps and counters and things like that. So I, I think it's not necessarily a group that's underperforming, but I think it's a philosophy that lends itself to certain offensive strategies that have found success here in the postseason. Yeah, two weeks off between the championship games and the Super Bowl. Which team benefits more from a health perspective? Wow. Um, hmm. That is a great question. I, I, I think from a well, Christian McCaffrey, he seemed at the end of that game to hurt his neck, and that was a little bit concerning. I think watching him trying to get stretched out on the sidelines two weeks it should certainly help him with that. Um, outside of that, uh, I haven't looked at the injury reports uh, as of today, but I think both teams are relatively healthy. Is there somebody that I'm, I'm overlooking or, or missing here? Well, I was wondering if, if Tooney is going to be able to go at all with given the extra time off, obviously a key part of, of the line for Kansas City as, as being the key injury. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, sure about his availability. Uh, yeah, he's got a pec. I think he tore his pec mm-hmm. muscle. And so, I mean, how difficult that would that be, Chad, for an offensive lineman to try to get in there and mix it up with some of the big guys? Now, I mean, it's a Super Bowl. And uh, players are willing to do whatever they can to get themselves on the field um, in any way that they can. Um, So an injection would be possible. But if you've got a torn pec as an offensive lineman where you're literally asking that guy to go out and hold 300-pound men, uh, that seems like a difficult ask to take with a torn pec. Um, Yeah, I'm seeing a bunch of guys – Questionable. Chris Jones is doesn't list as questionable. Pacheco is as questionable. I'm sure all those guys will play for the 49ers. Kittle, uh, Armstead, questionable. I'm I'm looking to see those guys play as well. So I guess Tony would be the the biggest question mark in this ball game. You mentioned who's out with the ACL. So that would be probably the most impactful injury if he can either play or not play. Chad, I'm looking for an edge because we got two similar schemes from the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs uh, offensively. Uh, I think you're the perfect person to help me uh, be, find that edge because it might be Kyle's check, right? Because they have a true fullback, uh, meaning the 49ers, whereas uh, the Chiefs, they don't have a true fullback. When it comes to you know, you talked about trap. You talked about um, uh, gap plays. You talked about, uh, I, I, I want to mention ISO, like one-on-one mm-hmm. ISOs with Kyle Juszczyk. I mean, how, how different will that be uh, for Kansas City uh, facing that type of fullback? And then on the other side, they don't have to worry about that from the 49ers defense. Well, number one, Kyle Shanahan is a genius at having various insertion points. Uh, I know that sounds like a sexual term. <laughs> Easy, Jack. Easy. It's a family program. I know, I know we're in Vegas, but man. <laughs> but, but what I mean by that, Chris, to answer your question, is he is able to insert either Kyle Juszczyk or or George Kittle in 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 various places 
that makes it very difficult for those second level defenders, linebackers and safeties to, to know who's responsible for what gap, what shoulder should I hit this fullback or tight end with to make sure that my teammate can then make the tackle. So Kyle's really good at that. And he's constantly changing that up. So the offensive line is, is pretty good for the Niners. Obviously, Trent Williams is one of the best in the game. But I think the, the, the real skill that comes into, into that 49ers run game, which has a bit of a boomer bust aspect to it, it's not always going to be five yards of carry, but Christian McCaffrey is going to break a 30 or a 40 yarder at some point during the game if they're able to stick with it, is because of those very odd insertion points. You're typically thinking when you, talk, you mentioned ISO, Fritch, ISO is a fullback coming down in the A-gap. Well, no, Kyle will do it different. He'll bend use check around to the B-gap. He'll have uh, George Kittle come into motion, and he'll be the insertion point in the A-gap. And then use check will be kicking the, the end guy in the line of scrimmage out. So because of that tricky play design, um, I think it makes life more difficult for that Chiefs defense. And the fact that they actually have a true fullback who is – you know, that he knows that's his job is to take on linebackers and safety on the second level. That makes the run game a bit more difficult to deal with. But at the same time, Kansas City, at various points late in the season, and particularly in the postseason, they have decided just to go bully ball and put Pacheco in. And there's not a lot of trickeration to it. They are just coming downhill and trying to run you over. And at the end of a long season, a season that is now longer than it ever was when you and I played, Pritch, yeah. the ability for defenses to want to get physical against an offense that has made a dedicated effort to run the ball downhill on them, that's hard to do after you've played this much football and your body's got this much wear and tear on it. Mm, yeah, not, not, not a whole lot of teams that are playing with fullbacks in the, the NFL and in 2024. Chad, we got about 30 seconds left. Who do you ultimately think wins the game? Wow. Um, you know, there's something to be said for, for getting hot. I, I, I did not think that the Chiefs would be able to flip the switch at the end of the postseason for the playoffs. They've been able to do that. Uh, the Niners have been a bit uneven throughout. So I, I just think this championship pedigree, six AFC championship games, gives the Chiefs an edge in this one. So I got the Chiefs winning this one in a close ball game. Right, he's going with the Kansas City Chiefs right now who are uh, plus money on the money line. Run that plus 105, plus 110 range, depending where you do your shopping. He is Chad Brown, NFL analyst, former NFL All-Pro, three-time Pro Bowler over at ESPN Radio. Chad, we appreciate the analysis all season long, man. Be well. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Right. Awesome stuff there from Chad Brown. Are we going to find anyone who likes the Niners to win this game? <laughs> Mike Palm, are you going to be that person? We'll discuss it next year on the Lombardi line. This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSN, the sports betting network. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free VSN Daily newsletter. In today's newsletter, oh, it's Mr. Dogger Pass, Dave Tooley, with his thoughts on the Super Bowl between the 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs. You get all of his analysis when you check out the VSN newsletter. Get more expert analysis and the latest odds delivered straight into your inbox absolutely free. Visit VSN.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Always something fresh in there. So we appreciate Dave. It says it right there in the newsletter. Dave, Mr. Dogger Pastuli, uh, coming off of the 2-0 and championship Sunday with the dogs being able to cash that Lions one. You know, was, was that a front door cover for the Lions or back door? I guess it's always back door if it's the dog. But they were covering the whole game outside of like, what, three minutes? That was a back door, though. Yeah, I guess it was technically. Why do you mm-hmm. take the field goal at the end? We don't need to relitigate it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because now yeah, it's... I thought he was going to kick it, but he didn't want to kick. I know you had six and a half. We did, we did lay six. Yeah, yeah, six and a half, seven, lace, seven lace, and a half, lace. nine and a half, mm-hmm. ten and a half, thirteen and a half, fourteen and a half, sixteen and a half, seventeen. He had them all. He had them all. I, 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 my, my, fourteen and a half is oh, my cutoff. That's that's what the model plus told me to stop. Plus, what did you get that number? Plus two fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The model. The model. At least, family. I mean, I don't want to reveal anything, but you were pretty cordial on the text message. Yes, very cordial. Oh, yes. <laughs> the guy was like relentless. Yeah, yeah, first yeah. half, here, here comes Jamison Williams in and around. He said, oh, every which way. Every which way. <laughs> 
I'm getting texts per drive. I'm like, yeah. I don't even need to watch the game. I'm getting push notifications. You came down to watch the second but half. I with watched me the second half. Show because over. Yeah, it turned down. the tide. Yeah, because it turned you, the tide. Turned he, the he tide. opened. You opened the door, mm-hmm. and I'm sure hospitality was off the charts, right? <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. Had a couple Coronas, you know. We had little flatbreads. We were nice. I came. I got to experience. I mean, it was like Niners Empire here at Circa last Sunday. I mean, the, the, the Jameer Gibson, well, this place erupted. Mm. Well, but everybody that were Lions fans were at the game. <laughs> <laughs> or, or they were at Barkin at the D, though, because yeah. oh, we were doing, loud. We saw, were doing live those videos. Sunday. It loud. was awesome. At the, like, like the first, because we watched the first half there at the D, yeah. and the, everybody was just going absolutely insane with mm. each Lions drive. Like, I was like, man, this is really going to happen for them. So I'm glad I wasn't there for the second half, because I don't I don't think I would wanted to see, like, the, the, the come down from the high right. of the first half. Like, that... Must have been quite the scene there, but nonetheless. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that's how things went in the conference championship Sunday. Let's continue though to discuss. I the wanna, I'm Super gonna Bowl. can I can I please ask Preach, What was the most disappointing loss of your career? Heartbreaking loss of your career? Oh, that's easy. Um, my last year up in Seattle, yeah. we were in the playoffs. Um, we my, backed in, we won a division, and we played Dan Marino in his final year. Uh, and and this was in the Kingdom. Yep. That place was so loud. I mean, I, I couldn't even hear you speak right now. Next is close to me. Yeah. Um, and we were up 20. No, excuse me. I forgot what the score was. But we were up in the fourth quarter deep. Yeah. It was third and 17. And they were deep in their own territory. All we got to do is make a play. And we were going on in the playoffs. And uh, Marino hits uh, Tony Martin on a deep dig route. The only route you could really hit, right? Uh, and then the rest is history because he went down the field, a classic two-minute drive. Uh, to win the game, mm. and then they got blown out. Well, later on in the playoffs, uh, to I want to say Jacksonville. I think it was Jacksonville like was the next week. I yeah. want to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I believe I'm looking at a football reference right now. The Dolphins lost 62 to seven. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that was the end of Dan Marino's career. Yeah. Last yeah. time we saw him. Yeah, I mean it was it was vintage Marino, um, but yeah, that one that one just that gutted me. Do you remember what the point spread was in that game? You guys you hosting? Have I have, have it right it. now. Uh, I, don't. I mean, I guess I, I'm we didn't look at you point looking spreads at back then, Femi. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that I didn't catch sure. you slipping. No, no, no. no, yeah, uh, no, you, no. you guys were laying three and a half. We were laying three and a half. Yeah. Total was thirty nine. Yeah. What seed were you? We won a division, so we were. Were we fourth? Or that's, that's a good question. Because well, Jacksonville had home field, correct? Um, that year? I think they did. Cause I they, think so. they ended up losing to Tennessee in the AFC title. Right, game. because we played Tennessee, and we felt good that we could beat Tennessee, too. Because um, that matchup was going to be favorable for us. Um, but we lost to Marino. Got about third and 17. Let's look it up. I'm looking at the Wikipedia right now. Was three it three seed Elliott? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Seahawks. Yeah. A- NFC. Or, sorry. Yeah. AFC West right. champion Seattle Seahawks back then. The three seed. So then that's when the six seed Miami went to play Jacksonville. They get blown out. Then Tennessee beats Peyton Manning yep. in his first playoff game, 1916, at the old RCA Dome. Mm-hmm. And then it was Tennessee and Jacksonville for the AFC title. You would have you would have went to Indy the next week. Indy, yeah, yeah. We played. We Yeah, because eventually Tennessee got into the Super Bowl. Yep. But we played um, Manning his rookie year, the year before that, uh, to twenty eight interception, Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, but we we were tracking it, and we could have had a chance to either it was Tennessee. We were seated ahead of Tennessee. Yeah, right? Tennessee was the four. So we could have yeah. we could have hosted the AFC Conference Championship game. Yeah, at the Kingdom. Well, because it, it would have been yeah, Tennessee at Jacksonville would have right. been the second round, and if, if they, they beat them, yeah. then it would have been Tennessee yeah. at Seattle in the yeah. Kingdom. Yeah, to, that, and that'd been insane. Mm. Knowing what I know about that place, it's <laughs> hey, and that happened to be the year when Tennessee had the Music City Miracle. Right. right. The on that Saturday, so that was the day before you guys ultimately lost to the Miami Dolphins. There, uh, it was Tony Corrente was the official of that game. I'm looking at the box score to see what Pritch's numbers were in that game. I think I had a catch. One. It is. Uh, My yeah. knee was shot. My knee was done. Three, three receptions. Oh, I had three. You, didn't, you didn't give yourself enough credit. Yeah. My knee was shot. That was when you were trying to play through the. Yeah, I was tore it all up. <laughs> I think I had uh, stock and tore it all by that time. You do what you can to try to get out there for your teammates, man. Oh, yeah. Kitna was uh, yep. 14 of 30 in that game. 162, one TD, two interceptions. Um, but let's talk about Super Bowl 58, though. We have better's choice. Some props. Would you rathers? Who would you go with? And we'll start with the passers, Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes. Would you rather go Purdy over 245 and a half passing yards or Mahomes over 260 and a half? Both of them pay out minus 115. Mahomes. Yeah. 
That's, that's, that's an easy one for me. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I think I'd go Purdy. Do you think they're going to be behind? Probably. That, Is that why? That's kind of the thought <laughs> process for me. And Can also, the Chiefs just aren't this explosive passing attack. 260 and a half, that's a pretty sizable number there. Now, especially when you have the advantage of just being able to hand the ball off to Pacheco and you can pick up yardage that way. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I, I feel just, like Patrick's yeah. going to have to have one of those games, though. They're, they're, and they're playing on a neutral, too. Yeah. You, yeah. you saw him last week in, in a hostile environment. And, last couple of weeks. And, and, yeah. yeah. Right? So, That's true. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's hostile with the Niners. All right. Two, two to one, Mahomes. <laughs> All right. So we're going with showman on Mahomes, apparently. Uh, <laughs> the next one, Brandon Ayuk over 63 and a half receiving yards or Rasheed Rice over 68 and a half receiving yards. Are we, are we forced to stay with the Kansas City's now, Bridge? I go with Ayuk. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk over 63 and a half. Rice I say that only because I think that he's the superior, even though Rice has started to, you know, has this come uh, out year. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I would go with Ayuk. Rice has a back issue, I think, or he's got something where he's kind of limping after he gets hit. Uh, but he, the yards after the catch, uh, that availability is there. Ayuk's more of a an X receiver where, you know, he's going to run the basic, basic crosses. He's going to run deeper routes too. Um, I, this is a tough one for me um, because I know Rice is that number one guy right now, but I can't bet on him well, because Kelsey's of, the number one. Well, guy. outside of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Super Bowl MVP Travis. Sure, um, he's, this one's a tough one because Rice is a flanker and Rice is a split it right. You have to make a decision. It's, it's an or. <laughs> I'll go Ayuk. Or both. I'll go Ayuk. Or do you want Ayuk? both? I, no, I don't want both. I, I don't want either. You, or either. You, you can technically bo bet both of them, by yeah. the way. We're just playing this no, game I'll, here I'll that our producer Ayuk. Elliot put together. So you'll yeah. go Ayuk. Yeah. Because we all know Kelsey's going to get the majority of the Mahomes yards. And what are you going to do? Uh, I'd go Ayuk as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sweep. Yeah. Three go. So we go three. So, yeah. so we like Mahomes over. We like Ayuk over. How yeah. about the rushing yards? McCaffrey over 89 and a half rushing yards yeah. or Pacheco over 67 and a half rushing yards? Mm -hmm. Which you go for? <laughs> uh, McCaffrey. Me too. Yeah. Well, I get outvoted. I would go Pacheco, but you guys went your way. Is so. it a lower total? Lower total. And I think the Niners run defense is barbecue chicken. Like, I, I think you can run the football on them. We saw Montgomery. We saw Gibbs do it. We saw Aaron Jones do it. We've seen a number of people do it down the stretch. I think it could be a big you're going to run him wide? You're going to run Pacheco wide? Wide, inside. I inside, mean, too, I think huh? get it. I mean, we saw Montgomery was able to get some inside runs against that defense. Gibbs was having his way. And then they stopped running the football. Uh, the defenders, Nick Bosa over two point over point two five sacks, excuse me, versus Chris Jones over point two five oh, sacks. Now Bosa is minus one twenty five. Jones is plus one twenty. How many ways do they split sacks? Only there's, two there's sacks. So it's pretty much over only two. It's over. Yeah. It's over point oh. zero one. Also, isn't it? They pick point two five. Well, if you put you your arm, if you put sack, your arm you? in there, we, can you have a third of a you sack? Get a half sack? Can you get a third? No. But right, yeah, so it's a half sack. Could be over point four nine. Don't want to break people's brains. <laughs> this is going to make it. But the quarterman, it's like that soccer with the quarterman. It's a at two and a half. And you put your arm in there. He's in handicap. Yeah, I'm getting all confused by this. I'm going to, I'm going to take Nick Bosa. I'm going Chris Jones. You like the plus price, so that's what you. Not only that. No, not only that. That's where you start and finish. Oh yeah, the matchup. I'm going to go Chris Jones as well because he has more Two of a, li a linear stretch because mm -hmm. Bosa's got to come from the out wide. And, and if, if the sod father's yeah. doing the sod, we, we don't know about those edge rusher guys. <laughs> have we have we learned about that? Do we know who's doing the field? It's not, it's not, is, it our, is it our guy the sod father? No, after that last year in Phoenix. There's huh. something there that with yeah. those conditions, though, they can't get right at that stage. I was going to say, yeah, I mean, if, it's, if it's slick, maybe bet the over because there might be no pass You have pass to rush. bet the over. Yeah. We'll finish up these better's choice props as well as getting to some of the fun novelty props to wrap up the show coming up next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. 
Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my This is the Lombardi Line with Mike Palm and Mike Pritchard. Now here is your host, Timmy Abbefe, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VSIN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sportsbook partner of Super Bowl 58 with code VSIN. The crown is yours. I mean, the yeah. stuff that is said during the, the, the it's commercial breaks. It is, it's very, infor- very informative. Stop me when I'm lying. <laughs> very informative. <laughs> this is the Lombardi line hanging out with you guys on the DraftKings Network. Femi Abebefe, Mike Palm, Mike Pritchard. Uh, our last chance to give our analysis in this particular show before games kick off here in a <laughs> hell of a season. Hey, you know, a lot of fun. I want to thank you know, the two of you. Absolutely. It was a lot of fun. This, a lot was of fun. Awesome. this is a great time. Yeah. It, it was. was. It's a, I mean, and who knows? I don't know if it's ending or what, what's down the road here, but um, the football season, though, was a good time. And I think there was a lot of viewers and, and listeners who, who enjoyed our, our Friday football panel. stuff as our well. Friday football panel. <laughs> Triple option. <laughs> Hang it up in the rafters. Uh, let's finish up Better's Choice, though, before we get to some of these fun props. George Kittle over 46 and a half receiving yards versus Travis Kelsey over 69 and a half receiving yards, both of them minus 125. Oh, we're back to that. I was going to go with the the. Oh, you had your uh, your fun props. Well, you you were weighing in on the Usher opener, weren't you? I, I, I saw I, a tweet I by in. you on yeah, that. I did. Um, I'll go Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Same here. We'll sweep the board with that one. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy over one and a half passing TDs versus Mahomes over one and a half passing TDs. Mahomes minus one fifty. Purdy minus one twenty five. That's a tough one. Uh, I'll go with Mahomes. Me too. All right. I would go it's with Purdy. It's because I, I don't want to lay 150, but yeah. I'll go with Mahomes. Big price to pay for uh, Patrick Mahomes. So that is our better choice. You guys like the Mahomes over one and a half. So obviously the national anthem is one of the fun things that people can bet on. Mm-hmm. The coin toss. Mm-hmm. How about that? Even money. That's a true de- even money. Whichever way you can bet on the coin toss just to sweat something out before kickoff. They Gatorade colors <laughs> and all that stuff. You mentioned <laughs> the, the, the halftime show. Uh, our, our old buddy Ben Fox was tweeting about it. Some of the odds that some of the, the domestics overseas or in other, in other places. 
What'd you say at eight to one or I something? I said OMG. OMG. OMG eight, was, was it eight, eight to one, one? Yep. for eight the eight opening one. song? Because the favorite was Yeah, which I mean, the probably right. his most popular song. Where's Confessions Part Six or whatever? They, they, part Two. <laughs> I don't that think wasn't even on the list. You can't open with that. What if Chili's in the house? It all goes back to Atlanta. It all goes back here. It all goes back here. It does. All roads lead back to Atlanta. I don't think you can lead with that kind of a song. It's too slow. I'm just I'm trying to get Chili into the conversation. Yeah, you were. But who else is going to be involved in a halftime show? Well, that's what we don't know. I mean, I'm saying I would anticipate you bring somebody out. They always do. They always they always try to get surprised. Right. Right. Lil John doesn't he live here? Pretty much, he's always he is, here. No, he does live here. Okay, he lives he's here. at every night's game. It seems. I was like. gonna say, I was like, the guys out <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, uh, little like Ludacris seems that he has like something at Cromwell every month. Mm-hmm. Like, really? I've seen it a couple times. He's, very, he's a very good actor. Yes, he he's actually a very underrated actor. Oh, really? I th- no, I think he's great. The, the Fast and the Furious series, yeah. I think he knocks it out the park. Mm-hmm. He had a he had a recurring role on Law and Order Special Victims mm-hmm. Unit that was maybe it concluded with maybe the best episode they ever had. He's taken he nice tea path. He's, I see he's very good, but he's, he's pitching good. everything now. He he's is. doing more ads than Ditka did in Chicago. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> was it car insurance now? <laughs> I see the NIL deals. Laundry detergent. Got to capitalize where you can. Got to capitalize where you can there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that OMG would be my, if that market's available mm-hmm. to you, that'd be what I would look at. Uh, we also have all the Taylor Swift markets, which I think is fun, just given the fact that this is, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift has been a big storyline throughout this NFL season. So over at DraftKings, they have a bunch of different bets named after Taylor Swift's songs. So you have 22, which is, I believe, a song or an album title for Taylor Swift. Any quarter to have 22 plus points scored in it, the yes plus 400. Antihero, which is a popular Swift song, is Brock Purdy, 250 plus pass yards and two plus passing touchdowns. He's the antihero? Because he's you're, not you're, Mahomes? Because he's <laughs> rooting for the Chiefs for Taylor Swift's boyfriend to win a Super Bowl. That's interesting. So it, it, they have like a bunch of different summer? What, uh, I don't know the, if they have a cruel summer uh, one there. <laughs> they, they do have a uh, I Knew You Were Trouble, which is McCaffrey, 150 plus rushing and receiving yards. That pays out plus 160. And then you have uh, the look what you made me do. This one's interesting. Look what look what you made me do. Chiefs to trail in the fourth quarter, but still win the game. That plays out five to one. Creative. That's yeah, very creative. Yeah, I think it's, it's a kudos to our friends at DraftKings for, for doing that stuff. It got you thinking, huh? Will they be trailing? That's that's a good question. Right? Yeah. Will they be trailing? They have to be trailing. Then they that's also not have a to bad. Win. That's not awful. No. Well, they did it the last time, right? Yeah, trail in the trailing, then anti-hero yeah, comes into play, right? Anti-hero does come yeah. into play a little bit there. If yeah. they're trailing and Purdy had a big game in the first three quarters. But, I mean, like you said, the last Super Bowl, 5-1, to one, they would have cashed, trailed in the fourth yeah. quarter, but still win the football that game. That was a horrible result. <laughs> that, that Super Bowl in particular? Oh, God. For us. For us, it was. How about shake it off? 49ers to score first, Chiefs to win plus 350. Get the gears turning a little bit, huh? The script is always good from Kyle. Was it in Mariah Carey? Or is that Shake You Off? Uh, I think that was no, Shake, shake You it Off. off. Shake it, it Off is it's it's like a Calgon commercial. <laughs> really got to get up out of here. <laughs> We're almost done. The last five. <laughs> no, go, 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 go over Shake It Off again. Shake It Off. <laughs> No, because you said 49ers score first. 49ers score first. Chiefs win the game. It Plus 350. That's, can the Chiefs come back? It's just score first. I mean, yeah. if kick a field goal, Chiefs right. win the game, you know? Yeah, there you go. That's also tied into that anti-hero one. Mm-hmm. Or, or the other, what's the one where they're trailing in the fourth quarter? and come, Look what the, you made me do. Look what you made me do. Okay. And then there's a wildest dream. Travis Kelsey to score the first and last touchdown, 25 to 1. What's he MVP, to score the first touchdown? MVP, What's he though. to score the first touchdown? That seems that's, very short, 25 say, to 1. Yeah. That's missing a zero, Femi. Are you sure you got the whole column? Expand, your, expand to the right. Expand column width. <laughs> Scroll over. I got the whole thing. Uh, you belong with Rasheed, Travis Kelsey or Rasheed Rice, to score a TD in the first half. And then you need to calm down, which I'm assuming is another Taylor Swift song. Lover. Do they have a lover prop? I think they do have yeah. one, actually. Right. <laughs> I think it's a good song. They, they, they have lovers. They have good Love Story. That's also one of her Love Story. Yeah. Chiefs to win. Mahomes and Kelsey to combine for all Chiefs touchdowns. 
What's uh, twenty to one? What's what's Chiefs to win and Kelsey's MVP? Is that uh, they should have that one for her, right? Well, we call that the Femi. <laughs> <laughs> that's a new song that's that we don't know new, about. It's a new title. <laughs> every which way. That's the every which way. Every <laughs> which way of better faith. Yep. That's forever now. That's in betting yeah. jargon. Taylor's yeah. new number one single. Every which way. way. <laughs> Could be. It could be. Which way but loose. <laughs> how you right, how okay. you get the girl is Travis Kelsey to score a TD in but each half. How many half. songs does the girl have for real? Hundreds. She got bangers I apparently. Just, <laughs> I just looked at it and like, scrolled through the page. Wow. How many songs? Okay. She's a hard worker. She is a hard worker. I don't dabble in that music. I've heard of some She's of like them. Ten time platinum or something. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Is she good? <laughs> she, is. she seems to be okay. I know that she used to sing country and she switched to pop, right? That pop is true. They're okay. Yeah. yeah. Gold Rush, Niners to score 40 plus points. That's the every which way one plus 750 for that price. So if you want to <laughs> dabble into, into deja vu, Kansas City Chiefs win right. by exactly 11 points. Give us, let's get our picks in here. Let's do it. Two minutes. So that people, people will know. Gatorade right. picks. We'll start Go with ahead. that. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I'm leaning Chiefs already. I, I said <laughs> that. What's the final um, score, Pritch? You know, <laughs> I don't know if it's a shootout. I know a lot of people have suggested that already. Mm-hmm. Um, Peyton Manning even suggested there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Um, it feels like the Chiefs they want to play a cage match to me and get into the fourth quarter and apply pressure to San Francisco yeah. um, but no I, I think score in a range of what 24 to 21 uh, I like Chiefs. that score Chiefs I've got 24-23 Chiefs Ooh, okay mm, score I'll go yeah I'll, I'll go 24-20 Chiefs okay. so it sounds like we lean a little under Yep. And yeah. Chiefs. Yeah. But that's how the Chiefs have played. Mm-hmm. Like their games have kind of gone yeah. under. They've kind of grinded well, to, a, great to under a halt. For they, their, oh, yeah. The yeah. second half under is what, yeah. uh, 18 and 1 or something like that? 17 and 1 or 18 and 1. Yeah. yeah it's, it's unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Fourth quarter unders where you can find that is like 15 and 3 or something in that same run. I wonder what's going to happen with the second half markets on Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's just going to jam it. And I think that's honestly, that could be a betting angle for people is that like, I'm not going to bet the under pregame. Yeah. I'm going to wait to see the scripts. Maybe we see a couple almost similar to the AFC title game where we saw those three TD drives and then the game settles down and you get, you bet under 49 and, and a half. half. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like if you're getting a better number like that, maybe you're getting under 50 something right. in this game. By halftime, it was like. I have a huge favorite, right? Exactly. Yeah, like I mean, by halftime, we went yeah. back to the uh-huh. pre-flop total. Yep. And then once the few, first few drives, and we're all of a sudden now in like the 37s and ultimately only a 27 points scored on the board. So we all like the Chiefs. Chad Brown liked the Chiefs. Solomon Wilcox liked the Chiefs. Mm, what could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Our goal, Super Bowl week, is to find someone who likes the Niners. Right. Outside of Stormy. Find a lot of people. <laughs> find a lot of people even this thing out. We do need that. That does it for us here on the Lombardi line for Mike Pritchard, for Mike Palm, for our producer Elliot Bowman, and the entire crew behind the glass. I'm Femi Abebefe saying good luck with all the bets, and we will see you guys on the other side. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.